Big welcome to my LG tribe. Our podcast is for the 9 to 5ers who want to leave, for those who took the jump and want to make the leap, for those seasoned pros who want some serious gains. So here's my call to action for you guys. Time for some short-term pain for some long-term gain. If you rate our podcast, then head over to Apple Podcast and Spotify to subscribe, leave a review and give us a 5-star rating. When you do that, we'll give you a shout-out on a future episode as Top of Our Tribe. And now, here's a shout out to those who've given us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts Schlenschen, Drinkspreneur, and Big Stew. You're top of our class. Okay, tribe, welcome to this week's LG session. Paul, are you ready for the gym? Yes, I am, Kevin. Thank you for having me. Anytime. So, I'm really excited about this, this guy being on our show. Um, so Paul is a professional football coach licensed under the Irish FA, the TTFA, and UEFA. He's the founder of Pro Series Events Limited, a locally based football company in Trinidad that provides a variety of quality training programs for young footballers. Paul, welcome. So would you mind just expanding a little bit more on what, what, how I've introduced you? Sure. Uh, Pro Series Events was, was set up to maybe fill a gap um, to get a lot of our young people back out and loving the game of football mm. and learning at the same time. So a lot of what we do is setting up appropriate uh, programs in our community, uh, events like holiday camps and innovative new, new uh, types of developmental programs that complement the game of football as well. So, for example, we have a futsal program, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a common thing in the Caribbean you know, or Trinidad. So that's basically what we what we are involved in, football-related type events and programs for young players. Okay, I really can't wait to get into to so much more later on in, in the show. So I always like, like to start, well, we love to start our podcast with my favorite question. Tell me your morning routine. Can you share that with us? My morning routine may not be called a routine Um, (laughs) because of the nature of our job every day can be different Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes even when you plan stuff you have to be very open to um, or adaptable to change at at the drop of a coin yeah Uh, generally I would um, spend my morning on on what I call waking up my brain which would be reading or looking at educational videos related to my my profession. So mm. researching footballing topics, um, looking at what maybe other coaches, what tactics they may have employed in the in the different leagues around the world and different things like that. You know, it, it, mm. it would I would I would love to spend as much time on a morning as I can kinda educating myself or yeah, waking the brain up <laughs> is, is kind of what I call it. Yeah, and no, that makes a lot of sense. It sounds like in the mornings when you're up, uh, a big chunk of it, it's around education in terms of, you know, sort of continuous yeah, improvement in your field. It's a it's a quiet period where I can be on my own, you know, and um, really focus and, and get some good information in early on. Yeah. And, and I just want to sort of double down on that. So one of the things I love doing in the mornings is I'm awake. I don't wake anyone up. <laughs> I make sure I'm up by myself. And I spend about 
20 to 30 minutes just motivational stuff because as you know i'm a coach not a football coach but a lifestyle uh, executive coach and i like doing exactly what you've said but i guess it's slightly different because it's completely different fields so the the material is different but the process is pretty much the same so exactly yeah 20 30 minutes is is kind of like my time frame as well yeah and, and, and then like... i and then i'd move on to whatever would be the priorities um in terms of the organization and administration stuff and and everything else like that who inspired you and what did you learn from them um, again, uh, you know, our professions are, are different. In, in, in my profession, I've been inspired by many people, not just one person. Um, mm. So it, it, it really changes as we move along. When I first got into it, yeah. you know, I, I could not pinpoint one particular person. The, the game itself, maybe, maybe the, the idea of uh, being able to affect a change you know, in, in the industry. But really what I'm inspired by is, is my daily encounters with, with the people that I, that I work with, mm. the young players that I encounter, um, just chatting with, with other coaches. This is where my inspiration comes from, getting, listening to, to people's different perspectives on how they do things. You know, it's um, in front of us in life, there, there are a lot of opportunities to learn every single day and, and that's what kind of inspires me you hear someone say something that you haven't maybe thought of and then you go that pushes you now to go research it you go <laughs> hungry to your to your laptop and you are looking up the topic or reading up on it and and then you know it, it's crazy where that whole pathway some kind of leads you know it, yeah it, it's really a, a very interesting interesting way so i can't pick one person there, there are many and every day I, I encounter new sources of inspiration. Yeah, no, I, I love that because I remember when we, um, when your business first started and we were in Trinidad, Milan, my son, he was, um, you know, in the first, I guess the first group you would say, or one of the first yeah, groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was evident from there, um, from that, from that first session, cause I would come and, and have a look and you know how how passionate you were and 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 the sessions were inspirational milan definitely saw um the results quite immediate from the work he was doing with you so yeah, yeah absolutely inspirational stuff yeah when i look back at that you know i i realize now that there was something inside of me there that that wanted to get out it was ideas <laughs> it was it was a vision yeah. that only started to to kind of become clearer as i educated myself one step at a time yeah, uh, you know it's amazing where it's where the whole concept and the vision has kind of come to today. Mm. And you know, I just want to just sort of stick on this for a second because the other thing that we found interesting was I remember when Milan was playing for QPCC and you were one of the coaches there, and you were saying you would play him in a particular position. So for those of you who don't know football much, Milan played on the right hand side of midfield, and and Paul was saying, Kev, if I if I was his coach, I would play him as a defensive mid. And I was like, What, Paulie? Crazy? He's not defend. Anyway, now, two three years on, Milan actually plays defensive mid for Luton Town, uh, his local football team, and for school and for the district team. So you saw something that none of us could see, and you've actually called it out. So I just wanted to sort of highlight that know-how for, for for spotting these things. Yeah, and that and that you know, it's it's an interesting thing because I've. It's like, a, I don't want to say a sixth sense, but it's something that that's something you don't learn in a classroom. 
No. It, it's something that you either have or you don't. Yeah. You know, that, that instinct where you can see maybe a hidden talent in someone. And then the challenge now, which is what I love, is how do I now affect mm. that change in that person? What is the process that I need to employ on that person to see them, you know, bring that kind of uh, uh, flexibility in their, in their game? You know, yeah. change that mindset that, yeah, I'm not just a right-sided player. I can also look at look at the game in a different way from a different position and play there. So, yeah, yeah very interesting. Yeah, and thank you for that. <laughs> You're most welcome. Okay, awesome. So this is a special one for me. Um, you know, there's a lot of value that comes from this question. So tell us about your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Um... You know, I, I the word failure. Mm. I'll start there. I think that um, I don't have one massive failure that I can really pull on. But on my pathway from being um, a young a young man to to today, you know, failure has been my biggest source of learning. Mm. You you often hear people say that we learn most when we lose, but until you actually experience it then it's just words mm. you know um and it's it's been a huge source of learning for me there you know in life sometimes we live in a state of of fear of not knowing what can happen if we get up and try something but we have something we all have something in us that says you know i want to try try this or try that but the majority of us will never get up and take that first step out of fear you know and mm. Failure brought that out of me. Failing made me say, you know, I really have nothing left to lose. And I I almost equated it to like jumping off a cliff without a parachute on. Mm. When I I closed down my last business and opened up uh, Pro Series, um, Mm. what was I doing, you know? Mm. There there was a lot of of self-questioning, a lot of doubt. Um, It was a very, very difficult uh, period. I have to say the most difficult period probably in my life so far, but mm. also as scary as it was, when those first little successes started to pop up, you know, it's the light, you start to see the light a little bit, if that makes mm. sense. And you're still down in the, in, the, in the trenches there. You never give up. You know, you have a vision, you have a plan, and the little things that you do every day keep, you know, making that light just a little bit brighter. So mm. what I can say is that, you know, for those that, that might be listening, that may have a dream, may have a vision for something, uh, you put a plan in place and don't focus too much on that goal because it, you don't know how far away it would be, but maybe focus on the little tasks that lead you towards that goal. You know mm. what I mean? Getting up every day and, and doing that follow-up email, getting to that meeting early, it, it may not always have something in it, but showing up alone is is part of that uh, process of maybe if you feel getting back on your feet and moving yourself forward, never stay stagnant, you know? There's always mm. something that you can get up and do every single day. And and to me, that uh, out of failure, you know, came, came that life lesson that to, to this day I draw on it. Even when I have a success now, I want to know what's next. How can mm-hmm. I improve? How can I... What's the next project we're going to do, you know? And, and we're still a young organization growing and 
it's it's never easy never never easy you know the more success you have is the harder the job gets yeah of course you know that's <laughs> that's that's one of the best answers i've ever had to that question um really insightful you were you were saying earlier that there were times when so it was one of the most difficult times of your life could you remember anything or at any point waking up and thinking, you know, what have I done? Or was there anything around that? Yeah, a hundred percent, you know, um, mm. some mornings you don't want to get out of bed. You know, you don't know what the day holds for you because again, that, that fear kind of grips you of fear of the unknown. I don't know where this is going. Mm. Is it going to work? You know, no one else has done this. Essentially what, what we've done is we've, t we've changed the, the whole idea of football in Trinidad and, and made it into a working business model. Um, so it was something very new. Um, there was no template. There was nothing for me to follow. So it was really getting up every day and kind of being an inventor, you know, um, inventing ways to make things happen, designing new, new ideas, um, talking it through. So, yeah, the, those are those are difficult times because you don't have you don't have a timeline you don't have mm. really you don't have an end goal at that point huh? it's it's still a vision and you are you are creating this thing as it goes along and there are always stumbling blocks you know for example the first time i ever we we decided okay to make this really work and do well we need corporate sponsorship so we says how do we do that and we we put our proposals in we we design this thing that we go and try to sell this whole idea. And then you get told no 10 times. And it's like, you know, you just keep getting punched in the face. But <laughs> then one day, one day, one of the, I mean, I won't say the, the gentleman's name, but he was, he was, I didn't even know he was looking at what I was doing. Mm. And he just walked up to me one day and he says, I want to meet with you. And this is a very successful businessman who, why is he even looking at what I'm doing? Yeah. He goes, I want to hear more about your story. And I was like, wow, okay. So I showed up and we started to talk. And he goes, and I says, this is where I've reached. I'm looking for a sponsor to come on board and, and to help. And he goes, well, let me see what you have. And I said, great, this sounds positive. I said, he's going he's gonna to jump on board with the, with the entry-level one just to test his feet. And then he says, look, I'll take, I'll take the best one that you have. And... Once I hit that one, that was it. It was one after the next because I figured out what was, you know, what did people want out of this? And what he saw was really the, the, the start of what we did was to make that change. He says, look, mm. what you're doing there is great. I'm going to support it. Keep that same vision and just keep building on it as you go. Yeah. And, and you know, that's such an inspirational story and that's why i wanted to dig a little deeper because when you link that back to the those moments where you lay in bed thinking god you know do i get out of bed what's today what does today bring 10 no's probably more than 10 i'm sure no's and then you get this one yes and then suddenly but if you didn't keep going and going and going and pushing you wouldn't have got to that point so that's absolutely yeah. inspirational mate. it's well uh, you know it won't be the same for everyone and i said I can only share my experiences. You know, I can't tell people this is how it is. Yeah. You know, but there is a certain thing that if you have that gut feeling inside, you really, really believe in something 
you have the knowledge of it, you understand your environment, you know, there, then, there, then there is a, a base that you can work with. There are certain boxes you can tick that if you do, then you will see that progress. Mm. You know, you will see it. But again, as you said, the whole thing is just getting up and doing it. And the people around you make a huge difference. Mm. You know, that's, I'll just touch on that really quickly. The, I decided to, to surround myself with, with different people. So you, you're stepping out of that comfort zone where you have all your close friends that tell you the things that you want to hear. You mm. know, I wanted to hear from people, what, what was I not doing right? You know, what could I have done better? And yeah. surrounding myself with that, that type of a group of people that had had the success. And they didn't hold my hand and walk me through the door. You know, the message was, you have to do it on your own. Doing it on your own gives you that foundation to stand on your own two feet with a different attitude, a different type of strength that, you know, it's tough for somebody. You know, I, my mentality was nobody's going to beat me. Nobody's going to stop me because I've, I've, I've spoken my vision. People that are a million times more successful than I will ever be. I've said, that's fantastic. How are you going to get there? And, mm. you know, to this day, I still sit with that group of people individually or together and, and throw stuff out of them. And they're like, they're like, wow, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's good. And, and you're right. And that's what we called um, a, a mastermind where you've got a group of people from different walks of life, successful, of course, that you can throw ideas and really provoke some crazy thoughts and so on. Cause you're right. Lots of friends will tell you exactly what you want to hear. Not in, in a bad way, but it's just to, to keep you safe and not provoke anything other than, you know, yeah. the norm. Right. Yeah. Um, so listen, I know we got stuck on that, that question, but I think there was a lot of value there. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're um, welcome. No, anytime. So share with us a time, when you've had the goosebumps moment. You know what I mean when I say that? Absolutely. Okay, good. You know, um, again, it's, it's like, who inspired me? Goosebumps mm. moments, not as many, but, but there are a few. And, you know, I, the one that I'll never forget in my personal career is achieving that, that um, when I passed my practical, this, this just passed this summer in June. Oh, wow, uh, in, this year? In, yeah, in Belfast at the Irish FA. Congrats. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it is the pinnacle and the height of, of my education. Mm. It's something that when I started off on this, again, it was something that, you know, can I achieve this? Uh, a trainee coming over to Europe, <laughs> stepping into the, to the prestigious, through the prestigious doors of the Irish Football Association, UEFA level type work amongst some of the top coaches in the world, some, some current professionals, some ex-professionals, head coaches, and being put under the magnifying glass. Um, what does that bring out of you besides education, character, mm -hmm. resilience, uh, confidence in your knowledge, confidence in your ability to perform at the highest level? Uh, to me, that, that is my, currently my most memorable goosebumps moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's brought like a whole new light. It's, it's like now, now the doors even open even wider, mm. you know, it, it was such a, a big moment that I've had to kind of pull back from the whole thing. And sometimes we don't 
take time out to enjoy our successes. Mm. Uh, I was guilty of that. And this moment here made me really sit back and, and look and see where I've, where I've arrived to, you know. Um, and I need to think and say, you know, what do I realistically want to do next? So, so that moment there was, was a very, very um, key moment. And it's kind of raised the whole the whole bar it's it's raised you know it's 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 a game changer in terms of um education and my my status now as a coach being part of that european coaching fraternity you mm-hmm. know and now being licensed under two national associations which is even more rare so yeah yeah to me that that moment is very very special yeah, and the way you describe it, I, I got goosebumps <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening to it, mate. That's so good. And then I think also, um, not just that, but again, you know, when you say we don't take a second to celebrate, you know, and let's talk football. So when a footballer scores a goal, they take a second or sometimes longer to celebrate. And then, you know, they run back to the halfway line. Too many times in life, we we just run back to the halfway line, don't we? We don't stop and celebrate with our team, with our family or friends. We just run straight back to the halfway line. And I love what you said there about, you know, you were guilty of it. I think the self-awareness that you talk about is, it's off the chain. I mean, it's so important to celebrate your wins, even your losses. And then you go, you run back to the halfway line. So thank you for sharing. Yep. Um, Do you have a coach or a mentor? I do not, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say sadly? Um, a lot, a lot of what I've done has been. There's been a, a lot of self exploration, mm. uh, a lot of my own research. But again, it's tapping into the, the people around you. You know, yeah. our, our networks in the coaching will allow us that access to to all the great information and. Through the, the digital world in Trinidad, I, I, I can be speaking to Ireland, I can be speaking to Holland on any given day, three countries in Europe, mm. all in one day. Um, the, all of those things add up to that whole type of mentorship thing, when you, when, if yeah. you want to say that. Um, yeah. In terms of, of, of being motivated, life motivates. <laughs> um, it sure does. You have to get up again every day and, and, and just contribute something to the world you know mm-hmm. um part of the whole coaching thing that that's huge for me now is because of the amount of help that i got in the early days is me trying to give back a lot of that now especially to the younger younger people in my community um and now i'm i'm, I'm graduating to coach mentoring um mm-hmm. younger coaches coming up that want to learn how can they create uh, a pathway to career and coaching, even if it's part-time, what's the process? Um, younger coaches are calling me to ask me to help them design their sessions, asking for opinions. And, you know, it's, it's very humbling. And mm. it's something that I have a passion for and I was helping others for sure. Yeah. Um, if we don't do that, then that knowledge just stays inside of us and it's not worth as much as it, as it could be. Mm. Um, there is one one gentleman I would I would say that kind of um, made me he 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 tweaked my brain a little bit and and if you want to look at the brain like a filing cabinet <laughs> he sorted out some of my files for me and really helped me with my.
processing of of what was going on around me in terms of my career, in terms of my daily routines and stuff like that. And that's that's a old school mate of mine that lives in Toronto. His name is Tim Earl. Um, he'd okay. been following me on my on my social media and seeing all this stuff and you know we hadn't spoken in years and and then one day he just uh started to message me and he says wow and he he, i think his background may be similar to yours um i don't think it's specific too much to life coaching but it's it's a similar type of um education and he really really helped me in a big way to understand the process of moving something from point a to point b the logical mm-hmm. process because i used to, i used to be trying to get to c before i hit b and getting all frustrated <laughs> in between you know and tim is like yeah. can you get to c before you get to b and i was like no so that mm-hmm. that was that was great and you know i would say that yeah that that was a, a game changer for me as well in terms of um being able to process things in a logical sense and see that see it move step to step so i have to thank uh, tim for that for sure you know whilst you don't have someone who says i'm a coach and i'm coaching you paul or mentor you have a group of people that are uh, you're mentoring each other and tim's obviously done some some mentoring yeah, with you so that's and, that's fantastic i mean he told me flat out he says i'm not here to motivate you <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that yourself yeah exactly right? so you know he was very straightforward you know he calls me Paulie he's like Paulie listen to me very carefully <laughs> so it was oh, it was a great interaction no it's good I love that um all right so what's one thing so just one thing you wish you had known now but when you began your career yeah um when I jumped into this thing again there was there was no clear pathway you know there was no no it's it's not as organized as it may be in other countries um yeah so I would really have loved to have there have as fast as I've progressed through this thing it would have been nice in the early stages to be able to see a clear pathway but you know what the way that things went has 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 built me in a in a different way so everything everything happens for a reason and um that that was just the one thing that I that I would say would have been nice um mm. it's not so much knowledge but it it, it would have it's like seeing a a clear system or a clear pathway towards achieving something that that didn't exist so it was again as i said earlier i really had to sit and kind of create and invent and to to keep myself busy to to find new areas of work you know um and and create my own opportunities which was not easy as you know it was not easy mm. so yeah that's, that's that's yeah it's very true when you're an entrepreneur and you're working for yourself there's times like you said when you sit there or you lie there and you think okay this is not working there's no one no one's going to help you no you know no one's going to say right let me they'll they will help you but you're the one that needs to get up and like you said create new revenue streams and you know create new opportunities so yeah yeah being being it's like being out there as an entrepreneur nobody's coming to help you ever sometimes we <laughs> it's like, we sit and we think ah you know i've gotten this far somebody's yeah. going to come along and 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 help me but it's not going to happen it's it, nobody's coming to help 
Yeah, it's kind of like you're playing like a, a, a lone striker up front. Yeah, and no one's feeling no service, ball, right? and you're complaining. Well, <laughs> why hasn't he scored? And you say, I'm not getting the ball. And yeah, then somebody says you want to get the ball, you have to run. So then yeah. now you gotta get you gotta get yourself running and moving. Yeah, you know what I love about this is the fact that I can turn all of these stories into football <laughs> into football stories. I just love it. It is mate. it is and, and part it. of our philosophy vision and methodology of this is directly that it is really about yeah. creating a better individual through sport you know that yeah. that is that is what drives us in a big way because it all equates it all equates football is life no it does it, it, absolutely absolutely so how do you deal with the the inner critic you know that voice of uh, of self-doubt you know i love this question because it's a big part of who I am. It's a big part of, mm. of what I do every single day. So, you know, as coaches, uh, one of the key uh, characteristics that we need to master to really, really achieve a very high level of work is the ability to assess ourselves, you know. Um, and everything that we do, every session you coach requires mm. you to, to reflect after. Um, when you talk about improving, you know, your, your work and stuff like that, if you cannot self-assess, then, then you're, you, you are susceptible to always stay at one level. You know, before, the, before this whole thing where, where I didn't have a framework to think with, and I used to be very, very tough on myself. I always used to say, you know, you failed or you, you're not good enough or, or, or stuff like that. But then you realize that, that life is full of failures. Um, you know, what we, what we tend to do in life is dwell on a mistake and, and beat ourselves up. But part of the whole thing, you know, is, is facing up to that challenge, is, is looking back at what you did and said, okay, you know, I didn't feel that badly if I think about it. I was halfway there. Why did I not hit that target, you know? Uh, was it that, I mean, if, if, I, if I related directly to coaching, you know, was, was mm. my grid too small? Uh, could I have uh, positioned the players differently? And then you go back again and you redesign that. It, it's similar to life, you know? Um, so, yeah, dealing with that inner critic is, is, a, is a really, it's a skill that, that takes time to learn. It takes time to master. But when you do, it's, mm. it, it changes everything. You deal with things, you deal with life, you deal with, obstacles through a logical thought process and I've, I've actually learned the ability now to block emotion out of it because sometimes emotion um, disguises the reality or the truth that's in front of us so using that logical thought process really allows us to face the most difficult situations head-on and know be confident that there is there is an ending there you you will conquer it, mm. and and that's interesting. Um, and and what I mean by that is that, you know, when that voice shows up, what you're saying is, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is, you know, you look for the opportunity in what that voice is saying. A lot a lot of people, um, when that voice of self that kicks in, it sort of it's a, it's overpowering. So sometimes you know you just get taken back by very the power of that voice right yeah and you're looking for the opportunity and saying right i can hear it loud and clear but 
this is what I'm taking away from it and there's no emotion attached to it. Yeah, you'll be in command I've, of it some days. If, if I know I have something difficult to deal with and things just aren't happening, then I'll just say, you know what? I'm not dealing with you today. I'll deal yeah, with you tomorrow when, when, when I have the energy <laughs> and the time. And then, you know, you're in that better frame of mind, you get through all the little mm. small stuff, you know, because mm -hmm. that one thing could hold you back too long. And then, and then yeah. other things are there waiting. So you go, you go wipe out all this small stuff. And then, you know, the next day you're up, say, I'm ready for you today. Let's go. Let's, let's see who will come mm. out on top in this one. But yeah, it, it, it really trains you to have a, a, a better attitude to, to, you know, confronting, you know, those little bumps that, that life will always bring at us. And we think, you know, sometimes I'm over this one. There's nothing else that can sway me. And then something bigger comes, you know, it, it's, it's like in your week when you say Monday, Monday is the day I hate. And then there's a little day called Wednesday that comes at you. It's like I was thought I was over Monday and then look at what Wednesday has done to me. It's, it's punched me now in my face again. So, yeah. And that <laughs> attitude is like, okay, you want to come at me? Let's, let's deal with you now. So yeah. life is always going to throw stuff at you. So we yeah. have to have that mindset that when it does, you stay calm. You know, okay, what is this in front of me here? What's happening here? What, is the, what are the facts that are in front of me? Okay. And maybe sometimes it might be a phone call. Look, I don't know what to do here. Can you help? Uh, you know, and, and don't be afraid to ask for help as well. Don't feel as though every mm. single time you have to be, take that weight on your shoulders. You know what I mean? If, if it's yeah, something I that is that. beyond you, sometimes the one thing I've never done is say no to help or be afraid to ask. And that, that has helped me as well be even a more resilient and, and stronger person. No, that's And you know what? I think the, so the, the way you've explained that in, in my coaching world, we call it the, the saboteur. And it's exactly that you, you call it out. So I'm not dealing with you today. You basically, you position it away from, from you, but you're aware of it and you call it out. You, you tackle it head on. Um, you ask for help. I mean, all these are the things, all those things, sorry, are, you know, is what we do as coaches. And I love, I love the way you've just explained that. I really do. What do you want to achieve in the next 12 months? The next 12 months? Yeah, you know what? I laughed when I saw this question. It's because it's, it is, <laughs> you know, it's something, it's, it's one of these things that we sit and we look at and like, what? What am I, what do I want to achieve in the next 12 months? I don't even know where I'll be this afternoon. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, um, it's a good question, right? You know that, again, I can only speak from the seat of like a coach where like, you know, the, again, I go back to the recent achievement where, you know, before I was like, okay, the organization is in a, in a period of growth and we just need to work on that only and make sure that, you know, all these systems are in place, that everything is running smoothly. And then, then I go to Belfast, I get my pass. And then it's like, well, you know, what about my, now, now my coaching career is going really well. You know, what's up mm -hmm. with that? So I thought that in the next 12 months, uh, I said I would change that whole. Now I have to balance that now. It's, it's, it's the growing organization. And then maybe it could be exploring maybe some new personal projects, uh, maybe getting a little more into uh, competitive coaching, you know, which I'm involved in already at the youth level. But I, I'm, I'm now seeing a new challenge for me at maybe a, a slightly higher age group, you know, right, in, okay. into that. Yeah. 
So, you know, I don't I don't have a concrete goal with that, but it, it is another period where I am beginning to explore new opportunities. Mm-hmm. So next 12 months, I want to see for sure organizationally a solid, well-oiled machine in terms of that, you know, and then in my personal career, maybe new opportunities uh, for coaching. Um, so maybe in the next 12, 24, 36 months, you might be coaching the TTFA. <laughs> well, we'll stay away from that. <laughs> we'll, yeah, I won't comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. And you know what? You're right. This is a question that makes you sit up and think. Um, I think these two. So inner critic is one of the favorite questions um i've been told in the next 12 months because we don't really plan the next 12 months you know it's the day the week the, maybe the, the month but yeah, yeah. It, is a, it is a really good question yeah. so all right so, so we look we, we're going to go into rapid cues so rapid questions you've got 30 seconds or less listen if you need to take a bit longer please do um so it's what's really important about this bit is all these sort of questions we went out to our listeners and we said look what would you be interested in and they were like, favorite book, favorite this, favorite that. So we said, cool, we listen to them, and off we go. So first one's up is, uh, share with us your favorite quote. I love this one because it is my favorite quote. Um, it's, it's from an a entrepreneur, venture capitalist lady named Sally Krocek. And she said, mm-hmm. play in traffic. The quote itself is not self-explanatory until you see her discuss it, which is why I I just, I'll ask you if I can just briefly expand on it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it because I want to expose people to what she said, play in traffic, especially as an entrepreneur, when you have this new idea, this vision, and it's, it's starting to, you're starting to see maybe where it can really work. And plain traffic, what she said was that you could have the best, let's say, if, if we just talk about something simple, the best um, chocolate chip cookies in the world. But if nobody knows about it, then they're not the best, you know. Mm. So playing in traffic means getting out there and letting people know what you're doing, you know. And it's such a, it's such a broad type of um, spectrum there because there's so many different ways that you can do that you know these days you have the social media one of the things that i really liked is as i said i have that connection to people and getting out there meeting new people going to conferences going to maybe a lecture attending a coaching course um and even outside of, of of the footballing industry just being part of like a generalized sport conference which i've done yeah so playing in traffic means getting mixed up in everything, getting yourself out there, meeting new people, letting people know what you do. And then you see that because then the phone rings and somebody says, someone who you don't even know calls and they go, I heard that you're the one I need to speak to about football. And then I laugh and, I'm, you know, and, and it just does not stop. So that, that is my favorite quote. And it's something that, that a lot of maybe young people coming up in, in the business world or in wherever can think about when they want to get their name out there or get their idea out mm-hmm. there or let people know what they're doing, you know, play in traffic. Yeah, that, that's brilliant because a lot of what you need to do is what, what, you know, if you have a service or you have a product, 
people need to see it and you could put things out on social media that's fine but the physical attributes of getting out and speaking to people um because when you sent this across i thought plane and tra plane traffic what what does that mean um and to this day <laughs> it's great people still come and they'd say they'd see me out and say i never knew you were in football so yeah it that that whole element will always exist you know and it's yeah. and it's it's getting and reaching out to as many people as you can yeah that's awesome i love that all right favorite book favorite book is the life story of johan cruyff you know i've never read that yeah i'm gonna it's I'm like gonna order it's that like today. you're reading a coaching license within a life story i love it that's that's, a, that's amazing right we're gonna put that in the, the show notes as well um favorite mantra i don't have one and, that's that's great. I love that. And I and I asked someone what is a mantra, and they said they explained to me what it was, and I was like, I don't have one, and I'm not gonna just make one up just for this. So I, I do not I have one. It. Okay. So favorite artist? Um, I don't have a favorite artist, but I have a favorite art form. Um, okay. I love music, all different kinds, and it just depends on what mood I'm in dictates what I listen to. From classical to rock to jazz to R and B, I love everything. Music. Oh, Paul, I can just see you. Yeah, I, I, I could just see you sitting there listening to classical. Music <laughs> makes me chill. Andre Rio, oh, okay. lovely classical music. Really, yeah, Hungarian okay. um, classical violinist. Oh wow! I didn't. I would not have put you as a classical fan, mate. Well, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um your fave one app that you cannot go without uh instagram facebook as well i have another app that i run my organization on but in terms of a mixture of content and just using social media for fun i love instagram okay brilliant yeah. uh what's the best advice you've ever been given never give up which could mean which could mean nothing but luckily it stuck with me and I, and I listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, I love that as well. You know, and I keep saying, I love that. It's a love, very cliched, cliched piece of advice. Everybody yeah, says don't but, give but, up, but you know, yeah. actually doing it is a whole different thing, but yeah, it was told, yeah, it was told to me by a few very key people and the people that told it to me maybe had more impact than just the words itself. I was going to say that. That's exactly what I was trying to say is you could say whatever you want, but unless it resonates, then it changes the yeah. words into feeling, uh, which is what change comes 100%. From, so. Yeah, it does. Um, the best advice you can give anyone? Educate yourself. Every opportunity you get. Educate yourself. And mm. not only in the classroom, but if you travel for work, which I did, that was amazing as well. So um, those two things, self-educating yourself and traveling as well. And, and, and by traveling, you are absolutely doing the, the whole educational piece it, it, when on I, because yeah, you get to learn your culture. When I say well. travel, for me, it, again, for me, it was different because I traveled to go and coach and to go visit professional football clubs and mm. go see the coaching world. So for me, when I say mm. travel, that's what I mean. Being on a beach in Barbados is fantastic, but 
Um, <laughs> to me, the money was better spent on on traveling for football, for work. Yeah. yeah. And that that in itself was 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 a form of education. So, educate yourself. Best advice. And there you go. <laughs> um, all right, mate. Listen, we're coming to an end now. So, I, I guess the last couple of things would be, what are you up to right now? Um, so, what's going on with you as we speak in terms of your your business and family and stuff like that? Um. Again, it's it's a new year for us. Our, our cycle begins in in September. So in, in, in the middle of a, of a small growth spurt again, so we are just observing, you know, doing numbers, reassessing the whole situation, seeing how we can improve, you know, um, the coaching cycle. That is what it's like, a plan, execute, review. So implementing a plan, making the plan, implementing the plan, looking at it, and... Mm you know, um, reviewing it to seeing where we can improve, what's working, what's not working. And that, that is a, that's a cycle of life. If, if people wanted to reach out to Paul, where, where could they meet you? How could they get in touch? Um, through our media pages, Facebook and Instagram pro series events. That's generally okay. the easiest way. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Uh, any, any last Last messages you want to get out there before we, we end? No, I think that um, that was quite a, a good chunk of information <laughs> there. There's a lot of content in there that, that I love speaking about. So thank you very much for allowing me that opportunity. No, listen, and thank you. I was excited. So when, when we started to talk about you being on, I was super excited about, um, you know, what you had to say because we haven't, we've been trying to get, you know, when you came across, we've been trying to, Obviously, it didn't quite work out. But like I said, you were the start of um, Milan's uh, young career. And uh, we got along so well. And I remember when you started off your um, your business, we tried our best to help in terms of like the stationary printing and stuff like yep. that. And I was really excited, mate, to have you on today. So thanks for being on as well. Yeah, you're most welcome. It was a pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed today's session. So here's my one call to action for you guys. If you rate our podcast, then head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to subscribe, leave a review, and give us a five-star rating. When you do that, we'll give you a shout-out on a future episode as top of our tribe. Join our society for Q&A, meet your fellow life gymmers, where we work out life together. You can find us daily at Instagram, kevin.p.martin, Facebook, kevin.p.martincoach, or our website, kevinpmartin.com.